0: Welcome, welcome back to the second episode of Unsolicited Advice with Frank. How you guys doing today? Anyways, thank you for listening to the first episode. It was awesome. Um, well, today's episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be about kids and parenting. It's going to be, uh, I guess, my introduction into parenting uh, and, and having my first child and then meeting my wife and having kids with her. Um, my plan is to just talk about the different in children, different, just how it all became for me, how it made me who I am and what it did for me. And the importance of uh, of understanding certain things to me in my perspective and how I see it, of course. There's no um, there's no way to, to, to say oh, this is, everything as parents we do is going to be right. But, you know, we do the best that we can do in the hopes that everything we are doing works out for the best of our abilities and and, and that everything that we did do teaches our kids right from wrong. So, you know, for me, it started when I was 17 years old. I was uh, a senior high school, John F. Kennedy High School, and I get a phone call and it tells me that uh, the mother of my daughter, Serena, uh, was pregnant. She was seven and a half months pregnant and, you know, that I was going to be the dad. And, you know, that brought up a lot of different emotions. You know, we had been broken up. I didn't really know she was pregnant, <laughs> but it was a nice surprise And and a big surprise for the family because none of us were expecting it. But, you know, uh, Sharice was born January 26, 1997, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, Packers won a ring that that day against the Patriots. Brett Favre's first Super Bowl ring and only Super Bowl ring came that day. And it was a a crazy day. Uh, Besides the fact that uh, I watched Super Bowl and I was rooting for the Packers that day. And, you know, um, I... Seventeen, you know what? What do you say? And a child comes into the world. And um, just to go back a little further, and just a little, go back twenty four hours prior to that. Um, I had just signed my contract to join the Navy. I was in MEPs in Brooklyn, enlisting, signing my contract. So it was January twenty fifth. I get home. It was late. I get a call. She's in. She's having. She's in labor. She has cramps. So I. I. My cousin takes me to Metropolitan Hospital, which ironically is the same hospital I was born in. She was there, walking around the neighborhood, you know, hoping that the contractions come faster so she could have the baby. So she was on labor the night before, but she didn't give birth to Sharice until the next day, January 26th. So that's the day that my life changed. That was my game changer. That was my uh moment of 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 truth, I guess, or reality, you know, that now it's not no longer about me. It's about a child that I had, and I, now I have to really do what I have to do because if I don't do it, somebody's life depends on it. So that's what led me to continue to go into the Navy and probably led me to do a lot of the things that I did. And not probably, but it did. It allowed clarity. You know, I I could have got out after four years and went back to New York and probably struggled, but that that what kept me going was the fact that I had a mouth to feed. So, you know, easy money, being in the military, is not that it's easy, but it's consistent. It's salary paid. So no matter whether I work or not, I'm going to get paid. Um, The medical insurance was key. Medical benefits, especially for the children, the dependents. So that made a big difference. And, you know, because of her, is why I am where I am today. Um, yes, I have two other children, my wife, and yes, they play a part in my life as well. But the foundation that was laid by her birth and her coming into this world is what really got me going. And, you know, Sharice is a wonderful, wonderful adult now. I can't say baby because she's not a baby anymore. No she's a whole adult. She graduated college, you know, she's awesome. When it comes to writing and, and putting pen to pad and, and writing powerful stuff, she has an artistic eye as well. You know, uh, she's very different, and I'm very grateful for that. And you know, my family plus her mother did a great job in my absence. You know, I was gone for the majority of her life doing the navy. Not that we wouldn't see each other because we would, but it's a difference than when you have your father in the house consistently. You know when you get to see him every day, or at least every other day, or he's around, you know, where maybe I don't have her for the weekend, but I could walk her home from school, you know, stuff like that. But um, she was the first. And she was the foundation. And after that, my wife and I had two kids, uh, my son Frankie and Ava. And all three of my kids are special. They're, they're all special. And I don't say that because I'm the parent, because we all say that our kids are special. But no, they are. They are. Like I said, Charisse has an artistic view. She can write. She's very good at it. Uh, Frankie's uh musically, that's his thing. He's musical. He has a musical gift there. He's, he's into doing his rapping and stuff and he's a very smart child. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, do you go outside? But I think at 16, I was doing things I wasn't supposed to be doing. Hence why she was pregnant. And I had a kid at 17. So I'd rather him be home playing video games and doing music than being out there doing stuff that I was doing and getting in trouble. And Ava is, uh what can I say about Ava? <laughs> Ava's the, the, she's a fire, a ball of fire. You know, Ava can be sassy, she can be lovable, she can have a tongue on her that you just want to chop on her throat, but she's great. You know, she's great. She wants to be a lawyer, she's already planning it out, and um, she does, she's not scared either. Ava, Ava, I remember having videos being sent to me when I was stationed overseas of her being on a stage singing in front of 20, 30 people, and this we're talking about like five, six, seven, eight years old. This is what she's doing. And I would never do that. Hell now at 40 I won't do it. Like right now, this doing podcasting is a is way out of my comfort zone. But she shows me every day when she takes chances and does her music, uh her TikToks and all her other stuff, and it's like, man, she's not scared to go and put herself out there. So it's funny that as parents, we we teach our children. You know, we we're the we're the teachers, we're the, the mentors, the the guide the guidances, the, the guidance counselors, the people that are there to help our children. Learn, but ironically, they teach us. They teach us, you know. Um, they they show us things, and if we step out of our bubble of the authoritative figure as a parent and look at what our kids are showing us, they're teaching us just like we're teaching dumb. So, like I said, my daughter's courage to get on the stage and, um, you know, sing. I mean, she's probably not the best at it, but she's doing it. Guess what? That's showing me that it's okay to step out of my comfort zone. It's like, Dad, you're you're okay. You can do this. Uh, my son uh, drops a, a a verse or a, a, a mixtape like on SoundCloud or, or wherever he puts it on, and guess what? He goes on. there, He has his own page on Instagram. He's telling people he's not scared for people to hear him. You know, my daughter uh, Sharice when she went to study abroad and. Now she's talking about doing Peace Corps. And these are things that at, at, at one point I wouldn't do, you know. And yes, OK, I've traveled overseas. I lived overseas. I'm in the military. Yes. But I'm talking about if I wasn't in my position to do it, would I have done it normally? Probably not. You know, so when we sit there and we think as kids and parents and parenting and being having kids, we we think that it has to be perfect. And the thing is, we, we don't. It's not. It's never perfect you know we're going to make mistakes as parents there's no handbook for this there's no book that says hey you know uh when your son says i'm growing and i'm leaving and i hate your guts you know go to this page or this chapter you know or when you you first find out that one of your chis- children is having is engaging in sexual activities and not no longer virgins or innocent it, there's no page that says well depending how they respond to this question you should do this chapter 5 paragraph 6 sentence Three or five says this. No, there's none of that. There's none of that. It's your guidance. It's your, you know, you take it as you come along, you know. And yes, there's, you know, if you're religious, you know, which I am a Christian, I go to church. You do have the Bible to go as a guidance, you know. But a lot of these kids are not receptive to that either. So you know, sometimes you got to step out that box and that frame and hope that what you're doing is in good faith. Hope that the lesson you're teaching is in good. Faith in good line with what your, whatever your faith is, whatever you believe in, whether it's the universe or karma or do right by others so good things happen to you or just remember that whoever you you know you kind of just disrespected or treat like crap as you was coming up eventually you're going to meet somebody that's going to do that to you. you you know those are the things you try to teach your children, but there is no handbook there's no set format to raise your children and and you know another thing I see is your first kids like your 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 test run. You know, your your first child is where, oh man, I should have started potty training at this time. Or, you know what, I'm going to be more stern on my next one. The next one I'm going to do it. And then the next one comes and and what worked for one doesn't work for two and then three and four. And then you're like, man, the fourth one is very different from three, two, and one. And it's because they are different for a reason. I think like I said earlier, children teach us. So I think that they're different. I believe they're different because we're learning from them just as we're that we're learning from them as they're learning from us. And they're making us better. They're they're showing us that you gotta change the game up. And that's life. If you think about life in a sense, um you gotta sometimes change routine. If if you're trying to make a million dollars and what you're doing hasn't got you a million dollars in the last twenty years, then maybe you might want to read a book and, and change that format and think about how you can make that million dollars another way. Cause clearly the way you've been doing it is not getting you where you need to be at, you know. Um you you wanna change your life but you stay around the same people that are not trying to change their life. So being a parent to multiple kids or just having different little humans in your life that are growing and teaching you something different is always going to force you to step out that realm and do it. And that's just my two cents on it, you know? My life isn't perfect. My parenting skill isn't perfect. I feel that with my, with Sharice, I let her get away with murder because I wasn't around. So it's guilt. It's guilt for my part that I wasn't there. So she gets away with murder. For my other kids, no. I think I'm harder than them, I'm more vocal, I'm more stern, I do bring my work, not my work, but my foundation of what I learned in the military home, but it's also what I was taught by my dad and my mom, you know, my father and my mother, been married for almost 42 years now, and when you get to 42 and you add the other five years that were dating, that's 47 years, so me growing up, my dad always was stern, and, and you know, my dad, it wasn't like he beat me or nothing like that, no, that wasn't the case, but he Man of few words, and when he spoke, you listened. That's what it is. My mom's a social worker, so she was always had the words. She always had. She she was more vocal, you know. But my dad, no. And and um, I remember one time I was sixteen, I want to say 15, 16, You know, uh, teenager. Something was going on outside. And it was like you know some ruckus going, and these kids want to fight. So my dad brings me in the house, right? And he's like, "You gonna tell me what's going on?" And I say. Nah, everything's good. Just let me go back outside. He's like, No, 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 no. You're going to tell me what's going on, and then I'm going to let you go. So I said, Okay. I told him what happened, you know, and then he says, Okay. So I said, I'm going back outside. And I said, No, no, no. You're going to sit down on that couch. And I said, But you told me I can go outside. So now I'm feeling myself. You know, I'm I'm smelling myself. I'm like, Yeah, I'm, I'm taller than him. I'm a, I'm a buck up, right, because my dad lied to me. He told me that I can go back outside and now he's telling me, so you know what I did? <laughs> I called him a liar. So now let's pause there for that quick second that I called this man a liar. He was born in 1940 in Puerto Rico. My dad is a man that lives off respect. If you don't respect him, he's not going to rock with you and he he's it is what it is. So I called this man a liar. And the next thing was, he said, what you said to me? And he squares to me in my face. Now, mind you, I'm taller than my dad, but that's 5'9", I'm 6'1". So I look down at him and I say, you lied to me, you're a liar. And that man chopped me across my throat like a, like an old wrestling move, you know, the chop across the chest and sat me down on the couch and said, don't move, and I ain't going to say it again. I didn't move at all. I think I was sitting there for the next two weeks. But, um, you know, the thing is that that was parenting. And then, you know, my dad taught me that Sometimes you got to tell your kids um, what they want to hear, to get what you want, and then you're going to protect them, because maybe if he would let me go back outside, I would have gotten into a fight. I could have got jumped. It, it could have went left, you know, or it could have stayed where it was at. But he wasn't going to risk that. He wasn't going to risk um, putting me out there to get hurt just because he said one thing. So, he, you know, yes, did he lie and tell me he was going to let me go back outside? He did. But did he do it for a good reason? Yeah, he did. He protected his son. And I think that sometimes we as children we don't see that. You know, we we don't definitely see that at all when we're in the child seat or the teenage seat and we're the kid. But when we have kids, we see it, we understand it. We 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 now oh the light goes off. Bing. This is why this happened. So, you know, I think when it comes to this thing we call parenting parenting or and, and what we call our children, it it's a it's a two-way learning street there. They teach us as we teach them. And, you know, we just got to hope to God that we're making the right choice, that we're making the best decision possible for our children to, when they leave the nest, so to speak, when they leave the home and they're in college or they're whatever they're doing, whatever life takes them, that everything we told them, that we instilled in them as they were maturing, stuck and they paid attention. And when they're out there in the world, They make the right decisions. And then when they become parents, you know, they take the good from us. And then they know they take the bad. They leave the bad out, you know. And that's why I tell some of my kids, or sailors, I should say, that join the Navy, and, you know, they're like, oh, Chief, you know, hey, this, I can't stand this Chief, or I can't stand. Listen, leadership is what you take the good and the bad. And just, you might not like him or her, but guess what? There's probably something about him or her that you're going to remember when you're in their position and be like, man, you know what, Chief? Excuse me, Chief, such and such was was good. He wasn't too far off. He wasn't crazy. Or she wasn't crazy. Or that, you know, this division officer or this gunner wasn't crazy. And that's and that's just the same thing with being a parent and your children. You know, your children are gonna take the good from you and they leave the bad out, you know, and then they're gonna take the, the they're gonna create their own style. And then their children are gonna take the good from the parents and hopefully they added a new upgrade to their good techniques from what they learned from their parents. But the bad they're gonna leave out. And that's just my nutshell. That's my two cents on it. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one going through this. Um as a as a parent, you're never there's no um sometimes you're gonna feel like you're not appreciated. Sometimes you're gonna feel like your kids don't see the sacrifice you make. Sometimes you're gonna feel and wonder that I do the right thing. That I did I accomplish the task. And only time will tell. Only time will tell. I, I think with Sharice. Her mother and my family did a great job. And, you know, my little two cents that I was able to put in here and there when she saw me or, you know, as she got older through conversations, um, you know, it worked. She finished school. She graduated college. Um, I think she's the first one out of all her cousins to do it. Uh, she is the first one out of all her cousins to do it. and And she has, you know, older cousins that don't, didn't even finish high school. So she... Set the bar and the tone, and she's a perfect example to her siblings, my two kids, and her other brother Justin. That look doesn't matter where you come from, what you have going on in life, you can make it, you can do right. And you know, I'm proud of her. I'm proud of all my kids, and I, you know, I hope me and my wife and uh, Serena and everybody else that I know, our parents. I hope that we're doing the right thing the way we know how to do it, and just cha- break the cycle of the negative things that we saw growing up that we didn't want to carry over into our new life. Again, this is episode two with Frank on on unsolicited Advice. Parenting and kids, and kids and parenting. The teachers teach the children, and children teach the teacher. That's all. Thanks for listening.